Hi everyone, this is Jason from Cornerstone Dog Training and CornerstonePuppy.com. It's been kind of a wild week, so I'm excited that you're back and we'll talk about it. Alright, so I've been talking for weeks now uh, about a new baby coming into our family. And we've been super excited for it, for this baby to come, but we also uh, know that that's a big transition. This is baby number eight in our family, child number eight. All of them at home currently, which makes for a lot of great memories and a lot of good times. But it also uh, means that, you know, life's changing and things are tough and that's just the way we like it. It's the way kind of thing, things work out for us. So I was thinking about this process and I wanted to tell you about uh, what happened. So y- you got to know that uh, my wife is amazing. She's absolutely awesome. And uh, we both really like kids and she's the youngest of 10 kids and I'm close to the youngest, uh, second to youngest of six kids. And so we come from big families and we kind of are right in the middle right now with eight kids, so 10 of us. And uh, just excited for new life in our world. But as I think about it, I I mean, I, there's it's absolutely true that I'm different than I was on, you know, with baby number eight than I was on baby number one. When our first child was born, Christian, as a new dad, I remember that baby being born and having this weird, illogical thought of, uh, you know, a stress of like, oh my goodness, I have got to train and teach him everything. I'm his dad. I've got to teach him, you know, he's got to be ready for college. Just, you know, over overreacting in a big way of like, I've got to, I've got to teach him everything he's going to know. And that, that kind of all came up at once, you know, all the way till he's like, 20 or whatever and then he's hopefully he's good enough he can be on his own and I thought that I thought that way and then you know I took a deep breath and I realized okay well but it does come one day at a time and now with baby number eight of course it's it's stressful and it's um I know I need to to teach this this little baby boy uh as much as I possibly can but I also know that there's a lot of, you know, I, I don't stress out about those things. It's going to be okay. Day by day, we're going to make it work. It was kind of a crazy story, actually. So uh, we, with our last child, our last child came two days early. And that was a new experience for us. All the other six had been planned, like the the date and time, because they just hadn't come by their due date. And so this was a new experience for us. I joke a lot that we didn't know what labor was like until baby number seven. Like we, and we didn't, we didn't know that my wife was in labor. We, we got to the hospital on time with baby number seven. We had 25 minutes to spare before the baby was born because we didn't at first recognize, okay, this is, this is happening. Now it's really good that we had that experience or we may not have made it to the hospital with baby number eight. This is what happened. Okay. So, uh, it's, it was a Thursday night and my wife is 12 days overdue at this point. She wants to go naturally. She wants, uh, not to, to be induced, um, because she had such a good experience with baby number seven, uh, even though it was pretty quick, uh, it it was better. The healing process was better and things like that. And so anyway, that's what, that was our, our plan. And so we're just waiting for 
this to happen. And this, 12 days, 12 days overdue. And it was getting kind of hard. It was getting, we were getting kind of frustrated. So she went with a walk with a friend. Um, and <laughs> this friend uh, is a doula and was, was helping her, you know, like, let's, let's walk quick here. Let's walk on curbs here or things like that to get her going. Great friend. And um, also has a podcast and and uh, a program online and just awesome but uh she took her for a walk and i actually took my brother-in-law to the to the airport you know no no big stress and got back and uh the nice thing was that my wife's parents were here and they they'd come and decided to stay and just said hey we're gonna come and be there and uh, if the baby comes the baby comes that'd be great from three hours away and so they they came and they were here and uh sat down and watched a show with my in-laws and my kids and then uh my wife's friend says hey you better come up here and I, I get up there and I'm like oh my goodness my wife's like in labor this is like happening and <laughs> this is gonna make me sound really weird but I I remember looking at the rug because she was like sitting on an exercise ball I looked at the rug and I thought oh if we have a baby right here that rug's gonna die and then I thought that's replaceable. It's good. <laughs> and I was I was like, oh my gosh, this is going on. Are we going to the hospital? And they're like, yeah, let's go. And so we, we got a few things ready and got going to the hospital. When we got to the hospital, uh, my mother-in-law went in first to try and tell them, hey, she's coming. And she's in the advanced stages of labor. It's coming quick. And they were kind of a ho-hum until they saw my wife coming in. And they were like, oh. And they like kicked it into gear. We, <laughs> we got uh, to the hospital you have to go up three levels to labor and delivery and we got to labor and delivery and of course these days it's locked and so we had to ring a, a buzzer for them to come and uh they they didn't come there it was you know one minute two minutes passes and we're just standing there and we're all nervous about what's going to happen and is she going to have a baby right here and uh, we look down the hall and here they come just kind of moseying and the lady gets there and the nurse and she starts she grabs the paperwork and says will you please fill out all the highlighted areas I'm like right now uh, okay and I just hurried and hopped to it and started trying to write things and uh, then she started having a contraction and the lady's like uh okay actually better let, let's just fill this out later <laughs> and my wife's sitting in the wheelchair they open the doors and this girl goes just trucking down the hallway just running down this hallway my wife said later that she liked it because she felt the air on her face she's like oh that feels good got her into the room right as she got out of the wheelchair her water broke and they just barely got her in the bed she wasn't even all the way in the bed and they're like okay well we got let's check you know to see how far along you are and got her in the bed and looked and they were like they didn't even check they they were just like like eyesight <laughs> and they were like uh we're having a baby get the and they just just totally kicked into gear um they were like this is happening they got the resident uh physician there and she had just gotten out of the shower her hair was all wet <laughs> and uh one push we had a baby so we were up there waiting at labor and delivery at 10 o'clock and at 10.04 our little little baby john was born so it was crazy how quickly it went. And, you know, looking back, if I wouldn't have had those previous experiences, like with baby number seven and coming in 25 minutes, I don't think I would have been ready. We would have been having a baby at home or in the car because I just wouldn't have been 
ready to say, no, let's go. Let's, let's, let's do this. Let's, uh, let's just get to the hospital right now. And so we, we were super happy. It went super well. Um, my wife's healing really well. Baby's great. And we're home again. There was one little complication with our baby, just jaundice. Um, and that also isn't a big deal to us because seven out of eight of our kids have had jaundice. And so this was no big deal when they're like, oh, this is the problem. And they're trying to, they're worried that we're going to be all stressed out as parents. And when they, they talk to us, we're like, I oh, know we're good. We got it. Yep. We're going to put him on lights. He'll be fine. Anyway, that's, that's the process. And now we're home and we're working with our, our kids. And of course, our, our young, young, youngest child is struggling to be used to the whole idea of having uh, someone else be the king and be the, the littlest of the family, and he wants to be held, and it's just a process that we're going through, and there's there's really no way around that process, but we're different than we were with baby number one. Um, I love this quote. Don't know who said it, but the person who starts the race is not the same person who finishes the race, and that's an important principle to understand with dog training as well. You know, parenthood can totally, like, you become a parent. It can turn your world on its side. Everything kind of stops for a while. I like it that way. Uh, you know, you've got new sleeping patterns, new emotions, new stresses, but it's part of the process of a great relationship and part of the process of what really makes life great. And there'll be more stressful experiences with every, with every child. Uh, but training is a lot like that, right? We want our dogs to, um, reconstruct the way they view everyday life when we do training we want them uh, to be different and instead of you know bolting out the door we need them to be able to build that invisible wall and do the weight command um, that won't happen if they're only expected to do it when we're saying okay this is designated training time so one of the biggest things that changes people's experience with dogs that we work on over and over and over again is to make training part of life instead of training training. If we see it as something separate from life and we see it just as, hey, this is what I do during this time, but all the other times I'm not doing it, then it's it's not really going to be, it's not really going to work and the dog's not going to become what they could become because it's not part of who they are. It's just something that they do. It's all about becoming something new instead of just doing something new. Now, if you do something new long enough, you'll become different. And so there is a process there as well. But it's not just do this for a little bit and then it's going to work. It's become something different. And so you've got to integrate it into your everyday life. It actually will make it easier for you if you'll do that. Uh, if, if you'll integrate into your everyday life, then it makes that training easier for you and take less time because it's just part of who you are as well. But there's going to be a little bit of ripping off of the band-aid with a new dog. And especially the puppy stuff, there's going to be more management up front and uh, less ability to just trust them and let them do what they want. And then as they get older and with training, as you integrate into your life, then there's less management and more just being. But it takes work for us to get to that same level together. Um, like I say, it, we, we're very, very different from baby number one. 
to baby number eight, I like to think that I learned a couple things, you know, in those, the last uh, 16, 17 years that, you know, that have made a difference in our family and the way that that works. And training, even though it can seem daunting at the starting line, right? As you get, you get going, you stop feeling as nervous and you start understanding where to put your energy and your effort and you let training become a lifestyle. You know, you have these small boundaries here and there. Those small boundaries make a big difference. Um, if you're, you know, you want that dog to not just have a good life, but a great life. And starting to build training into your life is how you do that. That's what we do as with our programs is we all, it's not about just doing the right stuff. It's about becoming the right dog, changing the state of mind, um, taking a deep breath and being able to move forward, knowing that with enough, with, with the right tools and the, the right technique and then enough consistency, you can pretty much change any dog, any and every dog, whether they're puppies or whether they're 15 years old, they can change and become a different dog. One of my absolute favorite things about dogs is that they are willing to change. And I respect that and admire that in the species that I want to be the same thing. I want to be able to say at any moment, you know what, I need to change. And with the right tools and the right technique and enough consistency, I can do it. So that's what we hope to do. If you're listening to this from wherever you are in the world, Check out cornerstonepuppy.com for puppy training. And very, very soon, within the next month or so, uh, we will have access for you to advanced training uh, for those older dogs so that you can do the same thing. You can go through the process and you can change and build this training into your life. So, you know, you're waiting at doors or um, you have a certain time where your dog does place or your dog wants to, you need your dog to exercise, but it's cold outside and so they're going to use the treadmill. Uh, just different things that become part of life. When someone comes to the door, uh, they learn to go to a placemat and relax instead of bark and charge the door. When you go on a walk, they don't pull on the leash. You know, just all sorts of things like that that become part of your life and you you actually get to a point where you don't even realize it. you just expect it. And by changing those expectations with our dogs, they can do amazing things. It is amazing to me how often someone sees a good dog and they say, oh, my dog could never do that. And what they don't realize is that that was their dog a few months ago. That was their dog, you know, uh, 60 days ago. Because every dog we work with goes from something that uh, wasn't ideal or wasn't perfect or totally raw <laughs> and we build a foundation out of that that's why it's called cornerstone dog training start from the beginning start with principles and build it in so make it part of your life and make this uh awesome animal this dog a part of your family and just build it into the way you live and let the dog come to your family and start to live the way your family wants to live and they'll do it because they're amazing that way. Don't think, oh, we've got to totally change because of this dog. Now, of course, yeah, your lifestyle is going to change. But you want that lifestyle, that dog to become part of your lifestyle. And uh, the dog will be happier that way too. They want somewhere to fit in and, and to belong. And 
life and the relationships that we have in the in it will just be a lot more grand. Um, a final quote: A city isn't built in one day, but it takes it takes building every day to make a city. You know, a dog isn't and their training isn't built in one day, uh, but every day. And integrating into life is your key. It's one of the great secrets to success. Just make it part of who you are. Make it functional and everything will fit into place. All right. Thanks, guys. We're going to go get some sleep now. And because uh, with this new baby, we're not getting a whole bunch, but we're happy and we're excited. And the best is yet to come. Talk to you later.